Shifting our attention from the challenges we face to our amazing and brilliant capabilities takes time and practice. We need to train our brain to get out of the negativity loop ADHD amplifies. So let me ask you this. Can you begin to imagine what would happen if you allowed yourself to recognize without believing you're bragging about it what you excel at? Let's take advantage of the Milestone, the 30th episode of the Phenomenally ADHD podcast represents for me and see why there's nothing wrong with valuing what you do well. And if you wonder why make a big deal with this episode, my answer is simple. Why the heck not? Honey, have you seen my keys? Huh, forget it. They're in my hands. There's more to ADHD than being easily distracted, scattered, or a master procrastinator. Being different is not a disability, and it's about damn time we break free from the shackles of society's labels and stigma. Hey there, I'm Zarina Boali, a French-Canadian journalist who found out had a uniquely wired brain at 40 and became a certified ADHD coach. This podcast brings forth a different perception of ADHD to help you amplify your brilliance and phenomenally stand out. Thanks for flying with us. Have a great day. Ready to blast off? Three, two, one. Welcome aboard. Hello, you phenomenal you. I hope you're doing amazing. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 13 of the Phenomenally ADHD Podcast. This, for me, is an important achievement as it is the 30th consecutive episode and it brings a lot of pride and joy. What's funny is that when I did Episode 10, a road trip to review your mid-year accomplishment and celebrate, I didn't even realize this podcast would be reaching 30 episodes a few weeks later. Highlighting this episode is a way to demonstrate that underestimating yourself is overrated. So I hope you're ready and will dare taking a step forward in giving more attention to your brilliance and take it to the next level, whatever that level may be for you. Undervaluing, minimizing, and overlooking my genius is something I did fairly easily until I realized that in doing so, I was denying myself of the right to shine. This week, I want to go up close and personal in sharing what it has been like for me to host this podcast and everything it implies, the challenges it comes with, the lessons I learned, the doubts and beliefs that show up, the skills I developed, the change it created in my perception of myself, the stories I choose to tell myself even if I don't believe them at first. Providing value is one of my main goals, you know that by now, and this episode is no different as I want you to feel empowered and confident about yourself and more knowledgeable about your uniquely wired brain. In this episode, you'll learn 
how to not let ADHD sabotage what you're aiming for, what to do when negative self-talk shows up, how to build on your strengths and bring forward your talents, and why it's a must to harness your garden of greatness And I will also share practical tips on how to do it. No matter what accomplishment you decide or choose to highlight, and I've already mentioned that in episode 10, it doesn't matter how big or small it is or what people think. Their opinion and perceptions isn't something you have control over. What matters is that you feel excited about what you've accomplished. That's it. There's nothing wrong with feeling great pride when you've achieved something you were dedicated to and determined to reach. Even if someone believes it's not such a big deal that you arrived on time because they focus on you always being late, you shouldn't let that prevent you from celebrating that win. Even if your boss doesn't see the efforts you put in a project, Even though it would be nice if it was the case, this shouldn't affect the level of satisfaction you feel in any way because you know you did an amazing job. How others react can be disappointing, and it's okay to feel that way, but it doesn't mean you can't keep your head up high. One way to do that is to be aware that you are underestimating yourself and decide it's time to stop because it's not serving you in any way. Even if it doesn't make sense to celebrate the 30th episode of this podcast because, well, usually a party is thrown for the 100th, 200th, and 300th episode. This celebration makes sense to me. And I don't want to undermine the joy I'm feeling and the message I'm carrying. There were a lot of ups and downs in this adventure. And for some people, spending hours on a podcast where at the time I'm recording this, I'm putting a lot of effort and energy in a market where no one knows me really, is a waste. The number of times I had to talk myself out of listening to them Oh my gosh, I stopped counting a long time ago. Because even if they tell me it's not logical and that it's not the best strategy for my coaching practice, even though I know there are more than 300 million people in the French-speaking community worldwide, and that's a lot of possibility to develop and grow my business, hosting this podcast has nothing to do with logic. It's visceral. For what it's worth, the only way I can explain it, and I know it can sound cliche, but it's bigger than me and is aligned with my core values, helps me see long-term, dream big, and play big. I don't know how else to explain it because it's something I feel in my soul and it's what I came here to do. The doubts and beliefs that showed up along the way felt at times like a never-ending roller coaster ride. Am I doing the right thing? Maybe those who say that it's not my best move are right. I could really be wasting my time. 
listeners might not even like, appreciate, or find value in the episodes I create. Even if it's my main goal, I could be way off base and doing it for nothing. If I wasn't doing it for nothing, well, I would see results, right? Then there are useless questions that show up, such as, do I have what it takes? Am I going in the wrong direction? Is my perception of ADHD too out of the box? Are people going to question my credibility? Here's how I see doubts, limiting thoughts, and beliefs. They are like weed in your garden of greatness. And you need to pull them out if you want your garden to grow. And you know what I do in the summertime to remind me of that, like physically? As weird as it sounds, I spend time weeding the lawn and picture that I'm actually pulling out my own beliefs and doubts or any thought I might have about something or anything or everything. I also remind myself that it's okay and healthy to have doubts and that it's fine to have limiting beliefs. I'm sure you heard this before, but let me remind you that you're not your thoughts. What's important, and that's practical tip number one, is to look at them from a distance and remember that they become true only if you believe them. Shifting your thoughts and beliefs takes practice and it's part of developing a strong mindset and training your brain to just take a different path. There are definitely challenges, a lot of them, that come with hosting a podcast and the first one for me is being consistent. Even if phenomenally ADHD made it to its 30th episode, I constantly remind myself that it's a work in progress. Each episode that I add is a win because it helps improve working memory in many ways holding a goal in mind over time, remembering what has to be done because there are a lot of steps, planning and putting things in sequence, staying on track. Since the above are signs that working memory is an issue with ADHD, each episode is a chance to develop some executive skills and that's pretty cool. My practical tip number two is to never sell yourself short because of ADHD. Learn to work with your brain and use your genius qualities such as your drive, your creativity, your enthusiasm, and your optimism. Challenge also come with each episode because it requires at least for me, a lot of brain effort to do it in English. It takes time for my brain to switch completely from French to English, and sometimes the transition takes longer than I expected. I guess that in the past 30 weeks, the podcast kept me away from my comfort zone in ways I hadn't imagined. Experiencing new things has revealed things I didn't know about myself and that I underestimated for sure. Things such as starting a project that never gets to completion, losing track of the progress made, being unable to have a long-term vision, staying away from procrastination, 
learning to be persistent toward a goal. So there's been a lot of growth happening in the past few months for me that I never really expected. It motivates me to keep going and have fun while doing so because I know that this is something very important and I know I've been saying this a lot. You've probably heard it in other episodes, but fun is a huge factor with ADHD. And the first person I shared the news with was Emily Laliberté. The reason that I wanted her to be the first to know is because she was there in moments where I wasn't sure if having a podcast in English or hosting a podcast at all was a good idea. Emily is the one who created the phenomenal audio branding for this podcast and her reaction when I shared the news sounded something like, what? 30 episodes? My God, that's a huge freaking deal. Congratulations for being consistent and believing in your message, believing in yourself, even though that was really tough at times because I know you had moments of huge doubt. I'm so proud of you. This is so amazing. And I will tell you in just a sec why I'm sharing this story with you because it's actually another tip on my list. But before I do that, I want to share with you something that she said to me and she actually shared an interesting stat about new podcasts not going beyond the seventh episode. It goes without saying that I was impressed with myself for being consistent, dedicated, focused, and, you know, just honoring the commitment I made to have a new episode weekly. I also have to admit that the enthusiasm Emily demonstrated was a bit surprising because To be honest, I didn't believe that it was such a big deal. I was highlighting this milestone to make sure that when I face doubt or fear in the future, I remember what it feels like to stay aligned and connected to what you believe deep, deep down. So here's practical tip number three. Make sure you have people around you who will cheer you on no matter what, lift you up and raise your vibration, celebrate you no matter what, believe in you no matter what, see something you might not, encourage you to persevere when you feel like giving up, get excited by your new weird and crazy projects, prioritize those before anyone else in your life because it would make a huge difference. Besides developing my consistency skill, and I'm still working on it, I also did the same with believing in myself and my message. It's so powerful that when I'm totally connected to it, there's not enough room for fear, doubts, and limiting beliefs because my heart leads the way, my head follows. It's amplifying my own genius and allowing myself to phenomenally stand out so that adults, parents, teens, and young adults can do the same. Even if it's difficult, even if it's not what is expected of me personally 
or as an ADHD coach. Even if, who cares really? There were so many times in my life where I forced myself to fit in because others think I was too much, too direct, too enthusiastic, too energetic, too loud, too intense, and that I took too much space. I can also be that and the total opposite when I feel the need to slow down, reset, and re-energize. Of course, it changed the perception I have of myself and it's helped me understand that as long as I do my absolute best, it is shaping the person I aspire to become. My main focus is on what I can control, and that's pretty much my actions, mindset, attitude, thoughts, and I choose to nourish as much positive as I can. There's no doubt the believing in myself part needs nurturing still, but I definitely see all I'm capable of accomplishing. And because I see myself differently, it influences the stories I choose to tell myself, even if I don't always believe them at first. The most valuable lesson I learned since launching the podcast is the more uncomfortable it is, the better. That's why I tend to choose topics that come with a challenge. And that's something that is also very present in people with ADHD. We love the challenge. We love to, you know, maybe sometimes prove to others what we are capable of. But over time, we kind of understand and learn that it's, a lot more fun to prove it to ourselves because we know deep down inside everything that we had to do and be to accomplish that. So that's something that I really, really appreciate about ADHD. And I also always make sure that my clients also see that because it's easy to focus on what's difficult and what's not working. And when that overshadows everything else that is good, that is awesome, that is great about being different, well, you know, life is a little bit harder. So when I choose a topic that is challenging, I always try to tackle it with a new angle. And the question I really became obsessed about over time is, how can I do this differently? How can I talk about this differently? And I would say that the more you tap into that, the more you're able to be yourself. Because even if you try to be like everyone else, people will appreciate you and love you for who you really, really are. And those who don't, maybe don't belong in your life. And I'm not saying this to be mean or to, you know, be judgmental, but it's really, really, really a strength to have a brain like yours. And remember that it doesn't define who you are. It is part of who you are. 
Another lesson I learned is to not let ADHD challenges or symptoms sabotage what I'm aiming for. And here's how I managed to do that and how you can too, by knowing that you might not be successful at it every time, by questioning any negative self-talk. That's the best thing you can do when it shows up and it's my practical tip number four. You can ask yourself, what is my self-talk right now? When does it show up? What ADHD challenges may be triggering it? How is it serving me? What impact does it have on my energy? How can I transform it into positive self-talk? Building on your strengths and bringing forward your Talents is also a way to not let ADHD sabotage what you're aiming for. Overcoming your challenges in life, ADHD-related or not, is a process. It takes time, patience, and I know we are a lot, there's a lot of us that don't have a ton of it, but it's really a journey. That's the best word to describe it. So that's why it's important to harness your garden of greatness. Why is it important? Well, first, what does it mean to harness your garden of greatness? It means that you take time to look at what you've accomplished and what brings joy in what you do. And you do that every single day. It's making sure that your strengths, talents, and what you excel in are not in the shadow of the challenges you are facing. It's choosing at least one highlight at the end of your day, even on the crappy ones. And on those days, it's super important that you find something. Like you don't end your day saying there's no highlight for today because it was such a beep day. It's working on the beauty of the garden, no matter what. By doing so, you build self-confidence, believe in yourself more, see all that's working. You decide what seeds you want to plant, nourish, and grow. That's why it's important to harness your garden of greatness. My final thought for you is that ADHD is not always easy, but it's not always difficult. And there's a lot of things out there that are available to you so that you can make the most of it and really create an amazing and fulfilling life with everything that you are, including ADHD. So I really hope that by going up close and personal helps you to decide it's time to stop underestimating yourself once and for all. That doesn't mean that you'll stop doubting yourself, questioning yourself, or not be scared of doing something. It means that you'll become more and more aware of it, that you'll be able to transform limiting beliefs and thoughts into powerful ones, and that you won't give that much power to what other people think or believe. If you're at a point in your life where you are considering 
teaming up with a coach to help you with ADHD, don't hesitate to click on the link in the show notes to book your free discovery session so you can see how I can help. Here's a recap of the practical tips I shared in this milestone episode. Number one, it's okay and healthy to have doubts and that it's fine to have limiting beliefs. What's important is to look at them from a distance, remember they become true only if you believe them, and keep in mind that you're not your thoughts. Tip number two, never sell yourself short because of ADHD. Learn to work with your brain and use your genius qualities such as your drive, creativity, enthusiasm, and optimism. Tip number three, make sure you have people around you who will cheer you on, lift you up, and raise your vibration, celebrate you, believe in in you. See something you might not. Encourage you to persevere when you feel like giving up. Get excited by your new and weird and crazy projects. And tip number four, question any negative self-talk by asking yourself, what is your self-talk right now? When does it show up? What ADHD challenges or symptoms might be triggering it. How is it serving you? What impact does it have on your energy? How can you transform it into positive self-talk? Wishing you a phenomenal week and I can't wait to connect again with you next week. I am sending so much love your way. Thank you for listening. I so appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you. If this episode resonated with you, let me know what valuable insight you're taking away and how you can implement it right now. Don't hesitate to leave a review on your favorite platform and share on social media. Until next time on Phenomenally ADHD, own your genius because you rock just the way you are.